0: Random Inks Productions presents the Credible Nerds Podcast. We talk about anything and everything in the nerd cosmos. From Star Wars to Star Trek, DC to Marvel, the Cosmere to Middle Earth, Harry Potter to Harry Dresden and so much more. So sit back, relax and buckle up baby. Hey, fellow nerds! Join us for this episode as we discuss our one-year anniversary. Yes, it's been one whole year since we started our podcast. We'll also be talking about the latest Fanex, Salt Lake Comic Con guest announcements, as well as who we'd like to see cast in the upcoming Wheel of Time TV show. Welcome everyone to the Credible Nerds Podcast. Today, we will be talking about something special and close to our hearts. It is our one-year anniversary, so we'll be, definitely be talking about that and reminiscing and things like that. So if you've been listening all along, we want to thank you for joining us on this journey. If you're a recent listener, we want to thank you for joining us. And as always, my name is Justin and I have my co-host with me, Mark hey guys today is august 1st 2018 it's our one year anniversary like i said and it's episode 24 so thinking back over the past year uh for me it's been a learning process it's been fun and it's been a little more intense than i thought it would be but that's just fine like i said i've enjoyed doing it so uh, for me it's been a, a good time we've uh gotten together quite a bit over the past year and talked about our interests our nerd likes and and all that stuff so it's been fun uh even though it's episode 24 we've um got a lot more episodes than that in the can we've done over 20 episodes of our marvel rewatch series we've done a couple of review shows so my goal in starting the first year was to do 25 episodes and i think we're pretty close to 50 overall if not over 50 so i think we've had a productive year as far as episode count and what we've done is with content and you know just talking about stuff so i think it's i think it's been a good year uh for you mark what do you think how do you think it's been how do you think it went
1: you know we started out really slow i remember when we filmed uh, we did that very first episode. <laughs> it was brutal. Yeah. I don't know who's listened to it. And if you have, I, I apologize. Um, That's episode but I remember, zero. So yeah.
0: don't judge us.
1: <laughs> I remember doing it and we kind of stepped away and we're like, yeah, let's get onto it more. And then we didn't do one for a long time. Yeah. And I remember just listening to like radio talk shows and and everything just to try to get a flow down or something because I just knew that that was just horrible. <laughs> yeah. And maybe it's still horrible and I don't know. But uh, I, I think I feel more comfortable now. It, it's been a journey. It, it's tough talking. It's tough getting on here and talking about whatever it is because you t- can talk about it with your friends. Like this is stuff Justin and I talk about with each other anyways. Right. Uh, but it's different when you're talking to an imaginary or a you know like an imaginary group kind of thing, or people that you know will listen to it or won't listen to it, and it's just different. And it's been it's been an adventure. I, I've enjoyed it. Uh, you when know, we did our second episode, I, I mean a month or two later, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we got a little more comfortable with it, and we you know kind of tweaked. Oh, you know how how do we need to talk? You know, you know who needs to lead? You know how do we bring up these subjects and you know, it was a lot of planning and talking between Justin and I to try to get get things moving, and and I finally feel like we're getting comfortable. We're still working on things, uh, you know, especially content. What should we be talking about? What shouldn't we talk about? Um, you know, different things like that. And and we'll continue to work, obviously, and because uh, we're going to continue to do this. But it, it's really been fun to to do this because I I could talk about this stuff all day long. I I talk about it with my wife and she just (laughs) like turns off and she's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, you know, just kind of, you know, entertaining my thoughts, but she doesn't really care.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's kind of both our outlet. This is our outlets because, well, my wife appreciates, you know, Star Wars and things like that. She doesn't want to talk about it, you know, for hours. She'll talk for a little bit, you know, hey, what about this and Star Wars or what about that? But so... you know for me it's kind of the same thing you know this is our outlet to sit down and talk and process and just have fun talking about the things we like to do so but it's definitely been a process I and mean, i think we've gone through two name changes uh we started out as a random angst podcast and it made sense to me and uh but as we went along i just th- i just think that people didn't really relate to that and then we tra- changed it to the credulous nerds podcast and then Then we changed it finally to the Credible Nerds podcast. So, you know, we're still evolving. We're still trying to figure things out. uh, And that'll keep going on. So hopefully you didn't get lost in the name changes and you're still with us. But uh, for me, one thing I did like about this past year is how we started to branch out from just our one show. We started doing like the Marvel rewatch series and then the Middle Earth saga rewatch i think the middle earth saga like the hobbit we started with the hobbit we've done that trilogy and we're going to do the lord of the rings trilogy at some point later this year so doing kind of that show the middle earth stuff was probably my favorite thing that i did last year and this past year i guess so was there anything that stood, stood out to you mark that you liked or are proud of or you know enjoyed doing the most
1: uh, Yeah, you know, Lord of the Rings was great uh, just because I've been a fan since I was a little kid. Um, you know, we'll start talking about more. I, I know we're going to start getting into some Harry Potter things um, kind of in that universe. Uh, we've talked about, you know, kind of revamping re- the Batmans, uh, different things. Um, probably my favorite, though, hmm... That that is a dang good question because we've talked about so much. Um, (laughs) uh, You know, I'm going to just stay with Lord of the Rings uh, like you did just because, you know, that's one of probably my very first fandoms that I really was old enough to understand and get into. And I, I remember when I was, oh, seventh grade, maybe? Eighth grade? I remember... Uh, picking one of the books up from the library and uh the librarian comes over and starts talking oh have you read this book and and i i don't remember if i had read it but i knew the story and him and i just talked about this book for so long and and i mean that's when i was really this big fan of lord of the rings and so to talk about it and to be knowledgeable enough to talk about it is has been a lot of fun yeah
0: yeah it was good and we had a our guest Kimball on who's gonna join us later on as well so it's good to have you know three people discussing these things that we like so uh, definitely good um, is there anything that you would do different going forward uh, for me kind of just I don't know if I'd do it different but I I guess it is different but I would probably change the length of the show and break it out more, so it's not just one big long show about everything, but break it into different. Like this is the the news podcast. This is the movie review podcast. This is the trailer review podcast. So people who want to listen in the future, they're you know they don't want to uh, they're not interested in the movie we're going to talk about that week, so they skip that. They can just skip that episode, but yet they still want to hear about you know Salt Lake Comic Con, so they listen to that episode. I'm you know, just kind of breaking it down more like that instead of having one big, long episode about everything, maybe break it down into different subjects. That's kind of what my thought process is. And hopefully we'll get into that to be able to do that later on. So what about mm-hmm. for you, Mark?
1: Uh, to change anything? I think the only thing I would change is as Justin and I have gone out to different events uh, you know, whether it's a reading or a book signing or whatever it is, uh, you know, a movie release. I One thing I want to change is just getting people involved that we don't know, uh, you know, talking to people. And and that's been difficult for us. Um, we've, we've thought about it. We've talked about it. We've almost pulled the trigger on it before. But we just – you just get kind of nervous and what do you say and, hey, we're this random uh, angst group that wants your – to hear from you. What do you yeah. think? You know, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's like a confidence thing or something. And, and we just haven't done it yet. But that's probably something I think I would like to change is that that we we start doing that to get people involved more. Because it's nice to hear from people that's not us, I'm sure. Like when, hey, this movie's good, take my word for it, you know. But, you know, I think it'd be fun to hear from fans that are also there and, you know, get them involved. So that that's something I've always wanted to do.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Something we need to work on over the next few months is just getting people involved that we don't know. And that, like you said, it is a little intimidating. But I'm sure if they're there for a movie premiere that we're there for too as well, they're just as big a fan as we are, right? So I think we just got to get past that and jump in feet first. So cool. Uh, so, yeah, it's been it's been a year. Uh, like you said, we, we had the one episode, episode zero. Actually, we recorded that in January of 2017. And then we didn't record our second episode until <laughs> August, like late July. <laughs> and then we published it August 1st.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: So, uh, it was just schedules. Like I was finishing up grad school. You were in school as well and working full time. You know, it was just all of that. So, And I I did like how we've had different guests on the show. You know, we've had, like we mentioned earlier, Kimball's been on the show. Uh, We've had Austin on the show. He wants to get back on, so we'll probably have an episode with him shortly. We've had Jordan on talking about games. Uh, Harry's been a a guest a couple times. Um, I think that's about it so far.
1: Oh, we had your author friend, yeah?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael Brent michael brent collings that was more an an interview than a guest but yeah he was he was on it we had him i think it was episode 19 or so so go go back and listen to him he just finished a new book i don't he hasn't released the title i don't think but he's he's actively writing books so check him out
1: Mm -hmm. yeah did you see he was uh asking people for names uh ideas of names for a book yeah i post i posted on that they're horrible names but i posted (laughs) on it (laughs) yeah
0: yeah All right, so yeah, that's year one for us. Season one, I guess you could say. So we'll be pushing forward with season two and hopefully coming up with a lot of new content, a lot of cool stuff. We do want to do video podcasting at some point, um, live interviews, all that stuff. So look forward to that. If you have any suggestions of what you'd like us to do better or what you'd like to see more of or any positive feedback, you know, whether it's, hey, you need to do this better, As long as it's constructive, we're open to it. Um, What I really hate is people who just criticize and don't really care, right? They just want to criticize to criticize. We're not interested in that. But if you feel like uh, we could do something better, definitely let us know. And we'll try to incorporate that into our show as well. All right. So moving on to the latest news from Salt Lake Comic Con, a.k.a. Fanex whatever they're calling themselves now, uh, there's <laughs> been some recent guest announcements. Uh, probably the biggest one has been Dave Bautista. He was announced in the last day, last 24 hours, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously from Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers Infinity War. Uh, he plays Drax. He's been in a couple other things. So I, this is his first time to Salt Comic Con, so that'll be good to see him there. Hopefully he has a panel. And they also announced Michael Rooker, who was on The Walking Dead, and uh, Guardians as well. So those are the latest two. And then Meatloaf was announced a couple days ago.
1: Uh, (laughs) um,
0: I'm not a big Meatloaf fan, but that's cool, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Kind of somebody. For all you dreamers out there that have (laughs) loved Meatloaf your whole life, he will be in Salt Lake.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Come see him. And then Katie Sackhoff was recently announced, I think, a couple days, a week
1: ago, so... Oh yeah
0: that's, that's I, cool.
1: I'm excited for her yeah I've, yeah. I've been a fan since uh, I didn't really know who she was before um, Battlestar Galactica but ever since then I've been a fan of her.
0: yeah she did a great job in that show. She's also voice acted on the Clone Wars and then she's been in Longmire the show Longmire past couple of years past few years and I know she's done a movie here and there I don't remember anything big but she's you know she's pretty active. So it'd be great to have here in, in Salt Lake as well. Um, so those that's the latest guest announcements. Hopefully they'll have a couple more in the coming weeks. It's a couple more big names that'd be cool. If they got like Henry Cavill or uh, Gal Gadot t- to go along with Ben Affleck. So but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I know Gal Gadot's uh, filming Wonder Woman 84, so I doubt she'll be there. Henry Cavill, I don't know what he's doing now. He just finished up Mission Impossible the he I think he's still on the the promotional tour for that. Or at least he just wrapped it up because that movie just came out this week last weekend. So maybe he has some free time in the next month. We'll see. Uh upcoming movies in production. Uh Star Wars Episode 9 was uh recently begin f- began filming principal photography. Uh JJ Abrams tweeted out a pic of behind the scenes pic with a it's kind of a blurry behind the camera type thing where you you can see Finn, Chewie, and Ray in the Millennium Falcon cockpit. And then there's a couple other images behind them who, you know, we don't know who they are. But that started up and um it's it's on its way, you know. They're going to start filming that, so that's pretty exciting. That film's not going to be released till Christmas of next year, two thousand nineteen. So, they got quite some time to get it right. Um, hopefully, they'll JJ will be able to pick up the pieces from Episode Eight and deliver something that fans can reunite behind instead of all this controversy and division that came about as a as of Episode Eight. <laughs> so, uh, also the Batman. Uh, movie. I don't know if it's a I know it's going to be at least one movie I've heard talk of a trilogy. Have you heard anything on that, Mark?
1: No. I, I haven't. I, I'd i like to say I followed that stuff closer. I just haven't been so busy lately. Um, so most of the news I actually get is from when you post it on <laughs> uh, Credible Nerds. But um, no, I, I haven't heard much other than just some um, stuff about you know... Bat- might not have a new Batman actor. We might not. And then there was something about um, who was revealed, like whose Robin costume, which Robin costume that was. Yeah. Uh, but that that's all I've heard. I haven't heard anything more than that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we'll at least get one film uh, from Matt Reeves. He directed the, the new Planet of the Apes films, that trilogy. And um, I guess he's involved in... What was that show he was involved in? I think he's pro- uh, helping produce Who Matt Reeves? Yeah. I just I can't remember all of a sudden. My mind's trying to blank, but he's out on a promotional tour for that uh, that show. I think it's I can't remember. But uh, so he talked a little bit about the Batman and he's still talking with Ben Affleck to to be on board and you know stay on as Bruce Wayne Batman in in this in his movie. It's not going to be an origin story, so we'll get new adventures. I believe it's before uh, Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel, and then it's going to be kind of a a film noir detective style story where it's you know he there's a mystery or a murder and he's he's solving it. So going back to his roots, kind of as as the Batman. So no more world-ending events, just batman against the villain whoever they end up being but that's draft of the script he's going to turn it in in a couple of weeks and then they'll probably do another rewrites and then hopefully start filming in a couple months or you know the end of the year early next year so that's the batman uh trailers that we got a slew of trailers released that we talked about in our last show at san diego comic-con and uh one of them was fantastic beasts the second one talked a little bit about that uh but in your rewatching of that trailer mark you you had a question that came up you were wondering something so
1: yeah so (laughs) this is totally nerdy right because i was just living my daily life and then i was thinking about this and uh, it was, it was a question that needs to be answered, I think. Um, so if we remember from the Harry Potters, we know that, uh, Voldemort, uh, was looking for the death stick, right? The wand. And, uh, originally he, he had, you know, taken it from Dumbledore's grave, but you come to find out that, the wand isn't anything special, and it's because uh, the loyalty didn't belong to to Voldemort. It belonged to um, Malfoy, right, uh, who Draco had disarmed Dumbledore. And his... Draco then, or, or yeah, it, say what? Draco or his dad? Draco. Yeah. It belonged to Draco from when Draco had disarmed him. And then it moved to Harry when Harry had taken it, you know, taken his wands from him at his house um, in book seven. So we kind of learned a little bit about how wands work and their loyalties. And, you know, if you steal wands or kill somebody or whatever, their wand will change its loyalty to, to the new owner. Well, my biggest question was, why, how is, um, what's her name? I want to say Tina.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. I'll look it up real quick.
1: Yeah. So we find out Newt uh, Scamander uh, gets married to Tina, right, from Magical Beast. Uh, You know, the witch from the first one, you know, had the sisters. And, you know, I I looked it up and it looks like, you know, they, they ended up getting married. It's his wife. And I'm wondering how she's still alive because we see her disarm Grindelwald. In in the first Magical Beast movie, which means she has the loyalty of the death stick. And in the uh, trailer of the new one, we see that Grindelwald has reacquired the death stick. He has it. He has the wand. And so the question is, how, how is she alive? Does he literally just go steal it from her? Because Grindelwald doesn't seem like the kind of guy that is just going to steal a wand and not kill you.
0: right he's gonna clean
1: Um, up his mess yeah he's gonna clean up his mess and i mean we know he took it right from reading the books we know he took it by thievery and that's how he gained its um, uh, loyalty but i just i think that he wouldn't let somebody take the death stick from him and, and let them live so if he doesn't take it from her then how is the wand still powerful? And are we actually going to see in the movies them follow their own rules? And, and so I'm interested to see. But I want to know, like, do you, you know, do you think, how do you think Grindelwald gets the wand back, and why do you think that she survived? Yeah. Because that's a mystery to me. I, I don't understand how. I don't see how they make that happen without breaking their own rule.
0: Well, we talked a little bit about it couple days ago and my thoughts are maybe there's another duel between uh grindelwald and tina and um scamander and he disarms tina takes it back it could be something like that
1: and then they escape somehow right yeah Yeah, i mean i guess i can see that i just it's hard to see that they get away i mean here this is like I mean, you hear the Dumbledore – you know, you hear Dumbledore and Voldemort are the most powerful – I'm going to say Voldemort. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I watched all the movies before that was changed. Um, But, you know, you hear those two are the most powerful wizards of all time and their heads and tails better than everyone else. But Grindelwald was pretty close there too, you know?
0: Yeah, he's deadly. You don't want to mess with
1: him. Yeah, so – what, he's just like, thanks for the one. Adios, pals. You know, I just, it, <laughs> I don't know. I I, I want to try to give him some credit. I just don't know how they do that, and I, I'm really interested to see what they do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Something to watch for. It could be could be something like that, or it just could be a misdirect in the trailer because a lot of trailers show stuff that it ends up not being in the film. So it could be something like that where it's just kind of a visual, or like, ooh, Grindelwald has the death stick. No one can stop him now, but mm-hmm. in the movie, it doesn't really happen. It's a different wand or something.
1: Well, you know, he requires it, uh, reacquires it at some point. True. Because he, because eventually, Dumbledore gets it. Right. So I, it'll be interesting to see. I'm, um, I don't know. I, I think. There's going to be some sweet duels coming up in this movies, uh, in this movie. So I, uh, you know, you could definitely be right that there's, you know, a duel, and he ends up getting back, and either he has to run because reinforcements are coming, or they get away. But I, I just, it'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a good one. That comes out in November.
1: Yes, November. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it.
0: So like, three and a half months. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right um, So one thing that we've been talking Messaging each other back and forth Over the past couple of days And we actually spent some time before the show started Doing some more Is if you're not aware um, If you have listened to the show you should be But we are big Wheel of Time fans And Wheel of Time is a Book series of 15 books And it was Started by Robert Jordan In the early 90s maybe 89 8990 with uh, the Eye of the World was the first book. And then in book after he wrote book 11 in like the 2000s, he ended up uh, dying, passing away, unfortunately and was un- un- unable to finish his series. but he had written extensive notes beforehand. so they brought in Tor, the publishing company brought in another author. Brandon Sanderson, who you've probably heard us talk about him as well. And he finished the the series with a trilogy of books. And so it's a really long story. Great story. It bogs down in a couple of places, but overall, you know, one of the best uh, epic fantasy stories ever. It's right up there with with Lord of the Rings. I mean it's a little no, different. No, it's better. It's better. It's better. Yeah. It's it's uh definitely more fleshed out and more detailed than lord of the rings um more involved a lot more politics you know all the stuff that you assume in lord of the rings that happens behind the scenes it's in this series it's front and center right so Mm -hmm. it's a lot more intricate but anyway amazon studios acquired the rights for the wheel of time tv show and so they're moving forward with scripts uh Recently, some of the script writers posted their finished script of season one, episode one and two, and I think they're going to start doing it every Wednesday. They're going to post another pick of the latest script, latest episode script on Wednesdays on Twitter, on their Twitter account. So um, they posted the first two, and that's got us talking about, hey, who's going to play Rand, you know, the main character? Who's going to play Matt? So on and so forth. So we came up with some names. Um, a lot of them, these are all, a lot of them are big names. So we know they're not going to have them all due, just due to budget constraints, right? And time, you know, shooting schedules and all that stuff. So, but at the same time, you know, if, if we say we want to see so-and-so play uh, Elaine, you know, we want, not necessarily that actor, while that would be great, you know, we kind of want to see that type, that personality or that look portrayed as that character. So these are, you know, just something fun that we came up with over the past couple days. So with Rand, we never did nail down him, but we kind of wanted a Logan Lerman, Garrett Headland, or Dylan O'Brien type.
1: Kind of what that about way. KJ Appa I don't know who that is. Uh, Justin will no longer be part of this um, podcast anymore, folks. What does he play? He plays in Riverdale. He plays yeah. Archie Andrews. Yeah,
0: I don't watch Riverdale.
1: Oh, sorry. I thought you were one of the cool kids. <laughs> um, so in the nerd head. world, there's a show called Riverdale that's about Archie Andrews. Yeah. And uh, you really don't know who KJ Apa is? Not by name, no. But do you know who the actor is now that I said who he is? Nope. This is embarrassing. They there are people listening to this.
0: Who, who does he play? Does he play Archie?
1: Yeah, he plays Archie. Okay. Okay. Do you do you know who that is yet? I don't watch that stuff.
0: I'm not a jughead. <laughs> You're not a jughead. You grew up
1: right when that was like famous. I never read it though. It was weird. It was like a yeah, 50s. I sent, I sent you a picture. Okay. He he's looking at a picture of KJ Appa right now, people. He's uh Kind to catch up, so anyway, this guy if, if you don't know who he is, look up k j Appa,
0: okay, yeah, I can see him. he's a redhead, Rand is a redhead in the books, and this guy's a redhead,
1: but mm-hmm. they can always color hair, right, but, yeah, but you know it's tough to make a ginger a ginger, yeah, right you can you can turn someone blonde a little bit, you can turn someone you know black. it's tough to make give someone red hair,
0: yeah. Okay, so that guy. You know, someone, some fresh face who's has some experience, right? We want to know that he can do the job. But not necessarily these guys. These guys are kind of older. I don't know. If, in the books, rants, like, like late teens, mid-teens even. So we want someone kind of around that age. And if they're going to film multiple seasons, you know, the, the first two or three books happen over a year maybe. And so, but if they do three seasons, then that's three years. So they'll age naturally. So that's kind of a tricky thing.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, some and, of those guys. And and KJ Appa, he's 21. Okay, that'd be a good age. You know what I mean? So it's a good age. He, he could age with it. And then, you know, as you get to the end of the book, you know, he's kind of grown up. He looks older, just like you would expect. And I just think he, he's got a good build for it, you know, because Rand's kind of a, supposed to be not a lightweight. You know, he's not huge, but he's not yeah weak sauce either and and kj Appa, he's he's pretty he's pretty beefy
0: yeah and the thing with rand you know he starts out as naive and very caring and compassionate but by book three i mean he's killing people he's (laughs) you know he's the hardcore he's going he's embracing the the power siding and he's you know he's all about protecting himself and everyone's after him so he's hardcore by book three and it just kind of gets worse so you got to have someone with the acting chops to be able to carry that um you know that he's to have have that gravitas so that'll be tricky uh with matt we never really nailed anyone down for that one because he's he's hard he's one of the one of my favorite characters and he's you know he's starts out as a, a trickster kind of a jokester everyone's mad at him all the time because he's playing pranks on people and stuff but then also by by book three four he's he's starting to grow into his own he defeats some people some warriors with a quarter staff pretty easily you know he turns into a warrior and eventually a general and he's he's ruthless towards the Mm -hmm. middle of the book so you gotta have someone with that range as well and he ends up being one of my favorite characters
1: yeah, I I think he is. I mean, we talked about this before. There's probably four or five characters that you have to get right in this in this casting. Uh you can probably go wrong with some people, but Rand, Matt, Moraine, Swain, and who did I say? Um uh, what's his name? Oh, um, forsaken guy. Ishmael. 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 Or Moridin, He becomes Moradin. Um, you have to probably get those four or five characters right um, because they're such big parts of the movie and their dynamic changes so much. Uh, I mean, they're not they're not linear characters. We talked about this, Justin and I. Like someone like Perrin, he's a pretty linear character. You get what you see. I mean, there's nothing more to him. Uh, I mean, he, yeah, he's a hero and he does all the cool stuff, but he remains Perrin the whole time uh Matt, we see him start out, you know, just like we said, he's, you know, the jokester. And then he starts becoming a warrior all of a sudden. Then he's a general and he's, you know, tens of thousands of people are following him into battle. And then he, you know what I mean? He just changes. Ran, he changes so much uh, that you, you cannot go wrong on these casting. And so it's really tough for us. We can say names on those, but my goodness, it's tough to to do those. But some of them are, are a little bit easier
0: yeah and we we looked at Richard Madden from Game of Thrones for Perrin we think he's a little old and maybe a little skinny for Perrin because Perrin's pretty thick he's pretty muscular you know he's constantly uh described as muscular so I think we like the look of Richard Madden but someone thicker more muscular and maybe yeah. a little younger but that look we like for him and who does he play? he
1: plays? um he plays Rob Stark. Yeah, Rob Stark. In Game of Thrones. So, if you know who he is. And I, he can pull off the youngness, I think, um, because, I mean, he plays Rob Stark, who's young, and he's 32. So, he can pull it off. It's just how long can he pull it off?
0: Yeah. Then, Lan, the warder. W- this is my favorite choice. I think this is the guy you got to go after for this one Liam Neeson. Mm hmm. I mean, he's such a bad A that. He's Lan. Like you mentioned Liam Neeson to me, and I was like, "Yep, that's him. No one else. It's got to be Liam Neeson," because he's yeah. just—he
1: he plays the—that's the guy, right? Well, he's got that old warrior look, like the guy that's seen it, like he's seen the things and he knows his stuff, and he just—I mean, look at his acting. Look at what he's played, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he can act exactly what you need coming from Lan. Yeah. I mean, head to toe. Yeah. that that's that's a role that is ready made for him i hope we don't see a sean bean
0: yeah <laughs> well I, in the I book like lan is taller right he's yeah. a bigger guy and so is liam neeson so he needs to have that presence
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I, I don't want to see a younger guy in that role either even though no. even if it's a good Never. fit he can't be young
1: yeah, because you, I mean, there's something in the like, there's something to be said about age and the look in somebody's eyes, right? Yeah. Like somebody that's been through life. Yeah. And um, Lan, if you read the book, I mean, he's been through life. I mean, he he he's not the beginning. He's not. He doesn't have the eyes of a young warrior that wants to. I mean, he's got those eyes that that he he knows what he's seen and he's he knows what he has to do and he, he's, you know, he's in the sunset of his days. Yeah. So, um, not that Liam's in the sunset, but he just, he knows, I mean, that that's the actor for that role. The, if you've read the book, you'll agree with me, read the book and then there'll be no questions about this. Yes.
0: And <laughs> for Moraine, we looked at, uh, kind of Kate Beckinsale. She's got that, that she's beautiful, but she's got that ageless, ageless look that the ice that I have. And she's, uh, yeah, she's got that presence, so I think that would be a good good choice for that. Uh, Cad Swain is, we talked about Meryl Streep, and then what
1: was the other one? Oh, I don't remember who yeah. I said. <laughs> we said another lady, I can't remember her name. um Cad Swain's one of those two that you're just going to have to nail right. She... Not that that she's just this huge character in the books. I mean, even in the books, she's pretty secondary, I would say. But her role carries so much weight in the books that you have to get it right. Like who she is. She's like a legend among – just by herself. I I mean, before we even read about Kat Swain in the books, you already knew all about her. And so you just have to have a good – uh, someone good here, and I don't know that Meryl Streep is is the right person for this. I, I'm actually pretty sure it's not. But somebody like Meryl Streep,
0: yeah, someone older, experience, kind of like the the Lan Liam Neeson, you know, older experienced, has that weight about him that they just demand respect. And you mm-hmm. you jump when they say jump, you say how far, or how high, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then for Swan Sanche. The, we looked at Claire Forlani. She's been in a yep. lot of TV shows. And I think the biggest movie she's been in was Meet Joel Black. That was quite a while ago.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, if if you read the book um, at all, she uh, she's in charge of the Aes Sedai for quite some time. And she gets deposed. And she keeps surviving, but you know, she's still Aes Sedai, so she has the ageist look. I think that Claire Fulani brings that. She looks like she's a little older, but not too old. And you know, she has that ageist look about her. And that's what Aes Sedai are. It's not that they don't age, but they look ageless. Like they stay, like like a Kate Beckinsale, Claire Fulani. They just have that ageist look in their face. You know, I mean, uh,. I mean, who's that swimsuit model that they're always talking about that oh, she's like yeah. 60 years old and she still looks like, like she would be like somebody that you would think of as an nice to Right. Because no matter how old they get, they still look young. Yeah. Kathy Ireland. Yeah. Her and the blonde. I don't, I don't remember that. It's not like I search them every day, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever.
0: Um, and then Egween. I wrote down Chloe Grace Moritz. She's a younger actor, actress.
1: I don't even know who that is. Uh, she's
0: been in a couple movies recently. I think the... What's that one? The Seventh... Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but... You know, she's younger. She's pretty. She's got that...
1: Oh! I know who you're talking about. Okay.
0: Yeah. She's act, yeah. She's athletic, you know. So, uh, I don't know. That's just the one that came to my mind, but... Uh, Min, Emma Watson. Emma Watson might be a little too old now. But Emma Watson from, like, book six or seven of Harry Potter. Kind of that.
1: Well, Min is older, too. Don't you remember? She's older than the boys. Not that much older, though. Uh, Yeah, yeah, not that much. But but you're probably right. I mean, how old is old is Emma Watson Emma Watson birthday let's take a look at this oh yeah she was born in 90 yeah so she's yeah like but I mean she played Belle and Belle's like 16 years old so
0: yeah yes yeah, so I think she do good she's got that sassiness about her and stuff kind of runs the show a little bit mm-hmm and Nynaeve, Ashley Green. Uh, I don't I remember her from the sh- the Twilight movies, but I don't really remember her. <laughs> but I think just from her look, that look is kind of what Nynaeve it looks like in my mind. so I think that's a good pick. Who was she in Twilight? She's one of the vampires.
1: Yeah, she was I, I you can't ask me about for some reason, I'm usually really good at movies and quotes and all and for some reason I my mind is blank today. And I can't even remember who she plays. She, I don't know, someone.
0: Okay. Yeah. Type in her name actually, Green with an E on the end. Uh, Elaine, Queen or not, she's just a princess, right? Princess Elaine. She Emma, becomes
1: queen. But yeah,
0: Emma Stone. That's who came to my mind. But with reddish hair as well, right? Yep. So. Does yes. Emma have reddish hair? she the one that has reddish hairs or is there emma
1: emma stone does yeah yeah okay yeah. yeah but she might be a little old too i mean she was born in 88 mm. so i mean not that she's old right she's only 29 but i mean these are uh if you haven't read the books i mean these are talking about characters that in the start of the book they're young they're like maybe 17 18 19 yeah right around there so you know when i talk about young i mean there's a obvious difference between a 19 year old and a 29 year old and you still need that youth look
0: yeah uh her brother gawin chris pine same thing he's a
1: little older but he's but got someone that. like him yeah you know chris pine gallad he's older chris hemsworth but i was thinking um when we were talking about this uh, for uh for gallad do you watch the Vikings? No. Um, Al- Alexander Ludwig? Okay. Do you know who that is? No. I'll look him up. Oh. Yeah, look him up. I was thinking he might be a good Gallad. Gallad. Vikings. But uh, if you watch Vikings, you know who I'm talking about. He plays Bjorn. Um, Bjorn Loth- Lothbrok he's the oldest son of um, Ragnar Lothbrok uh, but I think he would be a good actor the other movie I know to be in is uh, that dumb what's that movie where they fight in the rings Hunger Games Hunger Games yeah he's from Hunger Games he's in the very first one um, and then he gets killed at the end yeah Cato. Yes. what do you think yeah. good no good
0: yeah definitely he's got that look mm-hmm. everyone just in, is in love with him all the time
1: yeah like he looks he's got that look where he's like oh this guy's a hunk but he's got like that self-righteous look where you want to punch him in the face yeah <laughs> so uh, if you've read the book you know what I'm talking about the guy is like just so overly righteous like to a fault that you just ugh.
0: yeah and then next up for Tom Tom Maryland. And this it has to be this guy. If it's not this guy, they got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Sam Elliott, with the mustaches.
1: Oh yeah, the all the works. way, Sam Elliott, man, yeah. for Tom Maryland. You you can't you can't not do that. The, the, he's got such the iconic mustache. I don't know what he's doing these days. I I know. I mean, he was old when I watched him in movies when I was young. So uh, he's probably really old now. But dang it, he would be such a great fit.
0: Yeah. And for Fahil Zareen Bashir, we we had trouble coming up with something. So we just put Olivia Wilde. So take that for what it's worth. Um, Lanfear, Angelina Jolie or someone like her, right? Kind of yeah, I think
1: Angel- Angelina Jolie would be great for Land Fear, though, because with black hair and she just has that look that, that sultry look. Yeah, that sultry look that, but and then she always kind of looks like she has ulterior motives. I I've always thought that about her. She just looks like somebody that has a plan. Yeah, and and that's what Land Fear was about. You know, she always had a plan. She didn't care what you wanted or whatever. She just she had her plan, and that's all that mattered. Yeah.
0: Then for Pat and Fane, uh, Jason Isaacs. Yes. And I, yes. I made the comment that I can see him doing that, but he's also always been kind of this regal character, like a king or a a rich guy, like from Harry Potter, a rich wizard. Um, and so he's how he's been clean and pristine and Pad and Fane, after you know, he goes through the ways, he's just dirty and filthy and stinky and crazy but i think he could do it i just i have a hard time picturing him as in that role but i think he has the acting
1: chops to do that
0: so mm-hmm.
1: so i mean that's our wish list obviously there's i mean <laughs> you could not payroll that <laughs> all those people on, on maybe you could i don't know but uh that seems like it'd be really high payroll uh just those names but that's who we think if you guys like this show if you like the book tell us who you think would be a good actor because i'm sure everyone that's read the books have in mind like ooh, that person would be amazing um let us know if, if you just think we're completely wrong like ah oh, liam Nees- neeson's horrible and uh, when you tell us that we're gonna ban you from the page but at least tell us yeah. so i mean we want to hear your views yeah um
0: So, yeah, that's our our thoughts on the Wheel of Time TV show casting. Hopefully they start, I mean, they got scripts written, so hopefully they'll start doing some real casting announcements here in the next few weeks, couple months. And hopefully that'll keep moving forward so we can see that show soon. Um, I wonder how they're going to do it. Are they going to do it, you know, book one is season one. Because, you know, with Amazon, they're kind of like Netflix where they have those short seasons, 10 episodes or whatever. So yeah. I think I think that would be good to have season one be book one and have like eight or 10
1: episodes. And I think you could do that. And I think that's appropriate because these books are big people, especially in the later ones. Um, they're big and they're packed with information. Just, just slam packed. And I think something like um, – uh, that we get from Game of Thrones. Not that I want it to go the Game of Thrones way. I think Game of Thrones has way too much nudity and sex in it for my taste. I mean, some people are down with that. But for my taste, it's like, look, you can make a good show without that, without all that. I mean, but um, uh, there's a lot of information packed in those books, right, if you've read uh, those books. So you had to make a season out of it. Uh, to get all the information. So I hope they do make a season out of the book because then you can get all the tiny information that you're going to skip in a movie. You're just going to miss way too much. There's way too much great information in there. And for a book, this series is what, 14 books long?
0: 15. Well, 14 and then the prequel.
1: Yeah, so 14, 15 books long. uh, I mean, you have to have that information. Otherwise, you're going to get lost. There's so many characters. Uh, There's... uh, thousands of characters that are relevant to the book and that's the problem it's you know and that's what you see in game of thrones there's thousands of characters that are relevant to the book yeah a lot of them get killed along the way and go missing and uh, whatever have you but they're relevant at some point to the book so you have to you know see a show where it brings them into it makes them relevant and then kills them off or does whatever it does to it. it and it's the same way with this and but this is a lot more intricate than game of thrones is yeah so longer yeah and much longer so it uh you know i think you do have to do it and 14 season when you think about that's holy cow you know but there's some but there's some books like uh winter's heart and you know when we said most of the books were good winter's hearts like what book eight or something and it's an entire book about like one hour of a day and i
0: think it's an hour i think it's the whole day
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's horrible. Um, You can actually, if you want to read the series, skip that book, you're good. Um, (laughs) But uh, like that book, you could probably combine that with another book, right? Yeah. Um, So, but the question, one question I have, do you think they'll do the new spring? I think they'll just incorporate it because it's
0: really not that. It's just background information does It doesn't really move the story that much forward, but it's good to know type stuff. So I think they'll just incorporate it as they go along. Because you could really tell that. Because initially, New Spring was a short story. And then he ended up expanding it into a, a shorter novel.
1: Well, so, he was going to make three of them, right? He was going to do three prequels? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what before, the other two were about. I forgot. Before he passed away. Well, my guess, and it... If you've read the book, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't read the book, listen anyway because it's awesome. Um, my guess was that throughout the books, you keep hearing about that big plot that Cad Swain almost uncovered. Right. I think the next – I think the books were about that because you kind of got the feeling at the end of the first one, right? When you know there was those – the Black Aja mm-hmm. you know, showed up and Walrain fought him and then that's when she – thought cad swain was evil right so i think that that we were going to read more about what happened with that
0: yeah that's a good point
1: so and so i've always been bummed because throughout the books it talks about that all the time like nonstop. um and so i was always so bummed i never got to read what actually happened
0: yeah well hopefully robert jordan had a bunch of notes that they have access to and they can just kind of fill in the blanks i think with new spring they can just Reveal it as they go, especially in the first. Because reading, I started reading them again a couple like this last month, two months, and knowing the story of New Spring, it really isn't that important. You could just fill it in, because there's a lot of time spent like camping, as they're traveling, right? You mm-hmm. could just kind of throw that in there in a couple of those camping scenes where they reminisce. They talk, oh yeah, remember this, and they basically tell you the story what happened and he could do it in one episode of the season it's really not that big of a deal so
1: yeah 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 you, I, I guess you're right you can skip that or you can make like your first episode yeah yeah,
0: yeah. uh i don't know i kind of like how the book starts out book one how it starts out not the not the prologue i hope they don't do the prologue till later I don't know, I just, every time I start that book, I'm just, I kind of rush through that prologue, because it's really not that relevant.
1: Well, and it's kind of confusing.
0: Yeah, it is confusing. So I think maybe they just save that for a later season. But once this, the real story actually starts, I like that. You know, Rand's, Rand and his dad are traveling on the road, and they see the, the murder all, and then, you know, it just kind of gets creepy, that creepy feel to it. So, mm-hmm. and then from you know a couple of chapters later, all hell breaks loose and everybody's running around like crazy. So, I hope they go with that intro instead of the the book prologue. But anyway. yeah, that's a good,
1: that's a good point. Yeah.
0: So yeah, check it out. Wheel of Time. We'll probably do a book review on those here. I don't know. I want to say soon, but. <laughs> probably be
1: in a few months but they're big books yeah. they're not books you're reading a day those things are beasts and you know brutal but I'll tell you what it's worth it I I have probably read books 13 and 14 the last two 10 times
0: yeah, yeah they're they're, those last weeks. three books they really get the story going so it's a good series you can also listen to them on audible books so if you go to audible.com or audibletrial.com slash random angst you can get the first book on us so go check it out audibletrial.com and just sign up you can get all 15 books on audiobook and listen to them if you want to do that uh, you can sign up for the first month is free and that's when you're able to get your free book and if you like it you know $15 a month for a book Normally, they're priced $40 or more. And so you can get one for 15 bucks if you sign up for a monthly program. You can cancel it at any time. If you get a few bucks into it, a few credits into it, and you're like, eh, it's too expensive or it's not really my thing, you can cancel it, it's no problem, and you know, start up later if you want. But I've also found that they're good at returning books. Like I, I bought a book a while ago. And I just wasn't feeling the narrator. He just, I don't know, didn't jive with me and I didn't like him. So I, you know, I listened to probably 50 pages, you know, a couple chapters, and then I just requested a refund. And they you know, refunded it no problem. I got my credit back and then I got a book that I, I did like. So their refund policy is really good. Uh, I think if you take advantage of it and you're always returning books, they're going to catch on and stop you. But, you know, I've done it twice in the past two, three years, and I haven't had a problem with it at all. So, you know, if it, don't worry about that. If it ends up being a book you're not interested in or don't like, you can re- return it very easily. So, go to audibletrial.com/randominkst and get a free book on us. So, yeah, that's the show for the day. Our our one-year anniversary. We're looking forward to. Um, Many more anniversaries to come. Many more shows to come. Um, like we said, we'll be doing a Batman review. We'll be finishing up uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. We'll probably be doing some Star Wars reviews. Uh, just anything and everything nerdy, we'll we'll be talking about. So, if you have any suggestions, or is there something that you want to for us to talk about, or even join in on? go to our Facebook page facebook.com slash credible nerds or hit us up on Twitter twitter.com slash credible nerds or Instagram under credible nerds you know anywhere on social media we can be found under credible nerds and just leave us a message give us some feedback you know whatever the case may be Uh, we enjoy doing this show like we said earlier and we want to do it for more years to come so final thoughts do you have any final thoughts on what we've talked about for this episode, Mark?
1: Uh, you know, I'm just happy we're doing this. I'm happy people listen. Um, there's a lot of new and exciting things coming up that we're going to be talking about, and uh, and we know people are listening to us. We really appreciate it, but what we really need is feedback. Um, I know we talk about this every week but give us feedback we want to make this better and and good and uh, group friendly so talk to us let us know Um, talk to your friends about it whatever you want to do but uh, give us some feedback we'd love to hear from you
0: yeah we can be found on iTunes so please leave us a review on iTunes under credible nerds Uh, preferably a five-star review but you know we want you to be honest So if it ends up being a three or four, that's fine. You know, just be honest and let us know how we're doing. You know, reviews help our show get more uh, publicized, I guess you could say, where people are more interested. You know, if you want to check out a podcast, you're going to read the reviews and see, you know, is this good? What do they talk about? Is it worth my time? So definitely hit us up on iTunes and leave us a review. Make it good. Make it positive. Make it constructive. And that's all we ask. Uh, You can also find us on Stitcher.com, on iHeartRadio, or on uh, Spreaker.com, as well as uh, Anchor.fm. So we're all over the place. Just do a search for Credible Nerds Podcast in your favorite podcast catcher, and we'll most likely be there. So we're also on SoundCloud.com. Uh, slash credible nerds so we want to thank you guys for listening and we're glad you're part of this journey and we look forward to many more episodes with you and so thanks for joining us here on the the credible nerds my name is justin and my co-host mark we're glad you're here we'll catch you next time
1: see you guys